When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Tom Bernard Show with Melissa Kirk, Andy Rampernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, kick things off. We have Mike Stanley, the first hour, Brian Scalaro, the second hour, and John Bush, the third hour. A lot of comedians today. Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Oh, she's going to be playing all Def Leppard and Journey and Cheap Trick now. Why? Because <laughs> they're in town tonight at oh. Target Center. Uh, by the way, to remind everybody that uh, the, the gates open at 4, Cheap Trick hits the stage at 6.15, I think it is. And then Def Leppard hits the stage at 7.30. Journey hits the stage at 9.30. So if you don't, yeah, you don't want to miss Cheap Trick. They're very good. I'm so, excited. Well, that's right. You're going. Yeah. 
I'm going to go, I'm going to watch uh, Jeopardy. That's what I'll be doing there. <clears throat> Very exciting life that I have watching Jeopardy. You know. Well, farewell to Leonard Lee, Melissa's neighbor. Oh. He Leonard just died Lee. on Sunday, 91. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. She was it's noticing Leroy. for a week. You're close. Lee, <laughs> right, Leroy Lee. Not Leonard. <laughs> Leroy Lee. It's Leroy Lee. Leroy well, Lee. His name is Leroy, but he goes by Lee. Lee Lee. Just Lee. <laughs> what about Lee? Lee. Oh, so that's not his last name. No, that's his nickname. Oh, what's it's, his last name? Uh, Leroy Enfield. Enfield. There you go. Leroy Enfield. Enfield I got his name with totally an N. Because mm-hmm. I know Mfield with an M. Yeah, yeah. Enfield. Enfield. Leroy Enfield. Yeah, Melissa for a week 91. was noticing a bunch of cars at his house, and she was like, I hope Leroy's okay. And Yeah, and then I just Turns out, out he was not okay. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. But 91's not a bad way to... Bad age to make it too. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, you kind of ha- you kind of have to be a war vet at his <laughs> <91. age>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's true. Gone through about ten wars. Yeah. Republican Representative Jason Lewis told Fox News he has contacted the police over threats to him and even his daughters in the wake of reports about controversial statements he made as a radio show host. Please let me explain something to people who don't seem to understand that. When you're a radio host, if you're going to get any ratings at all, you at times have to say some bombastic things. Mm-hmm. Even you have I be, have. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be bigger than life. No, it's not your personality. You have to be bigger than life or you're boring. Sorry. Now, I don't know what he said. Maybe they'll say in here what he said. What's his name? Jason Lewis. I've known Jason for 25 years. He uh, called... Oh, wait, this is... Jason Lewis is a... Uh, GOP representative. That's or correct. Whatever rep stands for. Yeah, representative. Yep. Well, yeah, why are you talking about? Why are you talking about radio? Because he used to be a radio host. Oh, he used to be a radio host. Yeah, and then he ran for. Uh, he said for people on government assistance are parasites. Well, See, I, mean, I mean that's just bombastic. Nobody believes that. Well, some of them probably are. Well, uh, did he say all people or some people? Because some people are, and I know yeah. that for a fact. Well, well that's true. I'm yeah. sure the context of the. Uh, topic he was talking about is how a lot of people leech off the system. Yeah, that's right. what I'm wondering Which is if, do. like, in context, what did he say? Because this is CNN. And, what else did know. he say? Um, let's see. Oh, here comes trouble. He said we ought to... Here comes huh? trouble. Comedian. Shy's here. Mike's here. Everybody's here. Shy will not sit at, on this end of the table. She hates me. You stab, backstab her. <laughs> How's your wife? She's good. I like her. She's very nice. Okay, yeah, that's not at all what he said. What's what he said? What did he say? He didn't, even, he didn't even really... Yeah, CNN basically just lied about what he said. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, he said, When you and I see the welfare state and all of its wonderful manifestations, and yet he, being Obama, is still leading in Ohio, he's still leading in Florida, how is this possible? It's possible because the democratic dream come true is this. The parasites outnumber the producers. <laughs> then when the parasites outnumber the producers, the party of parasites will give the majority of votes. Okay. So he didn't even say anything about government assistance. No, he didn't. He said Here's it's it. a welfare state, but that's true. I mean, a lot of people on welfare do not need welfare. I uh, And Mike, maybe you can comment on this as far as being a comedian is concerned. Uh a representative of the state of Minnesota, Jason Lewis. Jason was a radio host for a long, long time. 
and they're mad at him about what he said on the radio. And would you say that you would say far more bombastic things on stage than you would in your regular life? No. A lot of people do, though. Right? Yeah, I think a lot of people are trying to play a role when they're on stage. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's what it is. And I think, you know, a lot of radio personalities speak in hyperbole because they think that that's the, that's the thing that's going to gain them right. you know, more followers or people just to try to... Uh, you know, s- stick with whatever nonsense agenda they're trying to push. You know? Well, I think well, that's I mean, big like, in radio, actually. Imagine yeah. if Howard Stern or Opie and Anthony didn't have that radio veil. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, they're not going around in real life talking like that because it's a radio show. They're trying to be entertaining. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, when you see me on stage talking about the things that I'm talking about, it's you're getting a very condensed version of who I am. But yeah. those are all things I would say. Hmm. In real life, anyway, if anybody questioned me or asked me about anything, I mean, I would be... Uncommon approach. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's uncommon. I I mean, I can only speak for me, but I do think, you know, you get the Alex Joneses and and all these, like, (laughs) ridiculous clowns just, like, Mm -hmm. pushing this nonsense. Can I swear on here, or, like, what's the deal? No, it's on radio. PG-13 swears. It's it's actually syndicated radio. Okay, I'm glad I asked. Well, no, you know... Well, I speak very candidly, so I just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting you guys in trouble. No, 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 it's fine. I can edit. Yeah? (laughs) You know that I've never heard Alex Jones? I've never even heard him. No? No. You haven't seen any of the clips or any of the, of the no. things on I, isn't he like, isn't Facebook or any of that stuff? Huge, or, I don't go on social media. Okay. Well, that's I got, great. I, I envy you. I, oh, I can't God. wait for the day that I get out of this business and I throw my phone in a lake and just go live in the woods, <laughs> honestly. Well, see, I'm there now. I'm a yeah. lot older than you. Oh, that's so. great. So you got to hire one of the uh, fastest growing industries in the nation, uh, people who go on your social media for you yeah. and filter the comments that actually yeah. matter. I, I mean, I do have I have someone that does that for my my. Yeah, well, prof- professional page where i don't have to promote or do anything they just kind of take care of it for me so that's nice but i do still have a personal account and instagram and all that stuff but just because i need to be able to like be in touch with people who want to come to shows so it has to be unfortunately you know that's where we are now i do miss that part of it though i really do i miss talking to the listeners and all that but yeah it just literally got to be about 10 times a day I'd go, 2000 Southeast Elm Street, I'll be there at 1030, I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, you're just you repeating know. the same nonsense. Just, I know. I'm, it's the same with me. I'm just like, uh, hey, this week I'm in Minneapolis, come out to the show. Next week I'm in Boston, come out to the show. Next yeah. week I'm, I mean, it's the same thing over and over again. But but that's fine. But that's what you got to do in order to you know to get people out who, who like what you're into. So um, I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah, At least yeah, you're yeah. doing it, you know, instead of just making big scenes on social media and stuff like that like, like everybody, everybody else, else yeah. right. well i mean there's there's still stuff too because i'm very vocal about my political views on facebook yeah. and i i'm kind of relentless with it and i don't really back down so it doesn't really mm-hmm. i still get all of that backlash mm-hmm. and i mean i get people at live shows that are you know yeah. like i got charged a guy charged the stage two weeks ago when i was in tucson because they charged I was the stage yeah and i've had that happen multiple bold. times i've had people wait for me after shows i've had death threats sent to my God. facebook it's yeah it's just nonsense <laughs> why death threats why what'd you do what'd you do mike no I, I mean i'm literally just telling jokes about about trump and the establishment and all this stuff but it's like i give it to both sides but you know well, see the, that's what i do yeah. and yet here's what i get mike and let me ask if you get this I'm pretty much a centrist. Okay. I don't like either the far left or the far right. Sure. I just don't. I, you know, Democrats are fine, Republicans are fine, but when they get too far out on the edges, yeah, I don't need to hear it. You know, you get angry about anything. Right. 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 So I, I get, I still get messages from people. I got one this morning, and mm-hmm. I asked, I asked the guy to call in, but he didn't. 
He said, why is it on your show we only hear your one viewpoint? Well, because you're the host. Yeah, because I'm the it's host. It's your show. But and the other I'm, thing is... I'm very... Uh, I don't talk about my political beliefs. You don't ever. have any. Yeah. Yeah, my parents don't even know what I believe. No, yeah. it's true. I don't. I have no idea what, what his politics are. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but, uh, so I, that's I, why... But yeah. I wanted to ask again, yeah. and here it, I want to ask everybody in this room, as a matter of fact, if if he perceives that I only give my personal opinion on politics and that I'm the only one that has a political opinion, mm-hmm. um, have you watched the news on television, local or national? Have you read a newspaper? Have you listened to any of the radio stations that do the news, like NPR and all the rest of them? You know, Fox Television, CNN, they all give one side of the story. Sure, yeah. So... That's how they get popular. Now, I don't do that, and I still get bitched at for it. I also like the idea that he doesn't like what you're saying but continues to listen as though he's being forced <laughs> to. A lot of people well, in, do that. Yeah, he actually lives in Colorado, too. So he has to go out of his way to listen. Yeah, yeah. He's really seeking you out to be annoyed, <laughs> really which shows, that says more about him than it does about you. I think that's true. Yeah. But it, that's a tough road. To, did, I suppose people have always, going all the way back, maybe before Lenny Bruce, but certainly Lenny Bruce, he got threatened all the time. All the time. Carlin did all the time. Prior, all of them. Carlin got yeah. threatened all the time. Yeah. What did he do? I mean, he was a pretty pretty vocal uh, political advocate. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, he he was very uh, visceral with his with his views and relentless. So I think you know, he definitely he definitely rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I mean, even with the oh. seven dirty words and all that stuff. It was that was wonderful. That was you know the FCC created the seven dirty words list based on the fact that he. He essentially created that list, and yes. then they used yes, that as did. the format. No, he did. Yeah, You're right. But so, you can say some of those things now. Yeah, now you can. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, you can absolutely say some of those things now. Yeah. Not the last couple. Not the last couple. <laughs> <laughs> the CS or your kids still can't call anybody that. Right. Right. But JB just got here wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Where did you get a Hawaiian shirt? Hawaii. Did you get it in Hawaii? No. Where'd you get it? Uh, aren't you gonna put why don't you have your headphones on <laughs> listen to shy down she there just wants water yammering <laughs> away no headphones nothing i can't remember why i bought this i think i bought it from opitz outlet aloha that's nasty man thank that's you a good look i love it yeah. uh so we we're just talking about politics jb and how everybody's mad at you well that's what's new that's actually not, that's actually not true but i um yeah, I know. Richard Pryor. So you don't like Richard Pryor's view, but what? I don't think he ever got all that political. I think he was just more suggestive with sexual content that uh, yeah. that you know kind of outraged a lot of people. So you know, but it, it's I don't know. It's like we're comedians. We're telling jokes. We're not right. we're not making the policies that are affecting your lives. And I don't understand why we're living in this day and age where comedians are attacked for actual jokes more than politicians who are changing. Our culture for the negative. Uh, like, I 100% agree with and that. And it's, it's absurd to me that someone would get offended by a joke. There's a lot of comedians I don't agree with at all, but I still think they're funny as hell. I understand that. There's completely. a bunch of comedians that I'm like, I would never say that. I don't feel that way. I'm actually right, right. against what you're saying, but you're funny. It's, it's a funny bit. Well, I was just telling so, a story earlier this week about Richard Pryor. I just loved Richard Pryor. Yeah. I, when, when and I, the only thing that bothers me about this, Mike, is I can't say the name of his first two albums, yeah. which annoys me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I should I should get licensed just just those two albums. Sure. Yeah. But uh, when that crazy, I can say that crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two things when that came out, 
a friend of mine had just uh, gotten married, and they had just had their first child. Mm-hmm. And then that crazy mm-hmm. came out. So <laughs> I'm over there. He's he his wife's at work, and he's there, and I'm there. And the baby starts crying, little girl. Mm-hmm. She starts crying. <laughs> And so because of Richard Pryor, my friend Andy, who my son Andy's named after, mm-hmm. walks over to my baby and goes, bitch, what's wrong with you? Now, see, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not really calling his daughter a bitch. Yeah. He's just repeating what Pryor wow. had to say. Yeah. Which I think of. It was kind of. No, um, Crazy is actually his third album, and Bicentennial well, yeah, yeah. is his sixth. No, you're right. You're well. absolutely right. So, but, yeah, but, but you look at that, you look at someone like Pryor, and you look at all the heat that he took for all the things that he was saying, and oh just, just, you know, really kind of pushing the envelope in terms of comedy. And then you look at someone like Cosby, who was squeaky clean, and then <laughs> oh, all these oh. things come out about who he was. And it's like, well, who's I, really the villain here in, in all of this? If I you... find that people who go out of their way to let everyone know how good they are tend to be the worst oh yeah because it's a facade they're fraudulent (laughs) they're trying to pitch it to you that they're this person Mm -hmm. that they're actually not you know it's that's ridiculous i love the fact that tv one will not stop playing the bill cosby show just to piss everybody off they keep showing (laughs) it it's hilarious that's funny every night they show like four episodes (laughs) it's still a good show yeah it's probably getting fat residuals off that too i would not doubt that at all there's no question about it. Yeah, the that. money there has to be just absurd, like the amount of money he's still receiving. I gotta have to make myself very clear here because I couldn't care less what people do in their lives. I don't care about their orientation sure. or their gender mm-hmm. or their skin color. Except for JB. I don't like his skin color. <laughs> yeah. Well <laughs> You know, it's just overstated. It's just the shade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's not the it's not the race, it's the hue. Yeah, yeah it's the hue, <laughs> JB. You go to Sherwin Williams and color match it. So I'm still trying to picture, and I don't care that they did this, but two of my biggest heroes in life were Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando. Okay. And then I recently found out apparently they were lovers. Those two were lovers? Yeah. Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando were. That's a rumor. No, it's not a rumor anymore. Apparently it's been... I don't know. Really? Well, Shy told me that. Oh, well. <laughs> no, that's like, what? that's what? crazy. I didn't know those two got it on. Yeah, right. apparently I just... Well, Pryor's widow said... Oh, like just recently, she said that this that was true. So there so, you go. And that's a really odd matchup. That's horrible. <laughs> well, that's right? what I'll, I'll listen to you, Jazz. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. They just don't, I mean, it's like to me, it doesn't seem like they're really compatible. Like right. if, if you were like Gene yeah. Wilder and Richard Pryor got it on, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would be different. They that's did true. a bunch of work together. Like they hung out. There were probably trailers, booze. Well, Brando the 80s. was pretty uh, hefty, open about that whole <laughs> Shy, aspect don't be of his about his sexuality? Oh yeah. Well, no, not not open is in like vocal, but open is in like he basically had no sexuality. That's true. Yeah. He so was, it sounds like he had a lot of sexuality. Well, depending, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to take a break here. Be right back in two minutes. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? Why is it cool? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store, 
or the Android store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? An X-Check? I'm going to get it today. North American Banking Company. Celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. We are back. Basically, we're here to piss everyone off, which is good. I'm very comfortable with that. I've been doing it. I, Mike, here's yeah. the deal. You and I just met, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I talk to, uh, uh, you know, HR, right? Yeah. It was kind of like that. Shai, I want you to vote on this, too. Okay. Because there, there have been some people that have been, JB, you definitely get an opinion on this, people in the building that are terrified of me. Oh, is that right? And I don't know why. <laughs> I have no... I'm like, why would you be afraid of me? Because you're like a really terrifying... Per- I'm like, what? Yeah. So I talked to this person. They said, it's just because you grew up in a very urban neighborhood and therefore... Well, you're from Detroit. So yeah. you would probably put put forth that that vibe that leave me alone. Yeah. Whether I, you want I mean, to or not. I feel like I'm pretty affable for the most part, but... You know. <laughs> I don't do that, do I? What, put out so, that vibe? Yeah. I don't find you as an opposing, no. like, you know, figure. I think you're... Shy. Put about down there. I'm trying to contain my thoughts. So, so I'm going to say, when I met you, mm-hmm. of course you were intimidating. Really? But, yeah, you shrunk down and... Literally. You don't look as intimidating now. But, no, for real, well, I'm I think... to be again, then. You know what I think it is? <laughs> what? I think it's... um, I, And I can relate, I think, because I had the same issue. I come across, I think, aggressive or assertive. Well, yeah. So people are slightly intimidated by that. I but, think that's I mean, true, I yeah. think it's just my demeanor, the way I carry myself, I say what I mean, I mean what I say. And I was like mm-hmm. that. No tolerance, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, for anything in between. But, but I was like that about you. From the first time I met you, I like... Right. You know, it's, it's real. It's because it's real. That's you know exactly I mean? right. Yeah. That's but not you, to say I would like to fight her. But you know, <laughs> well, where we all grew up, you had to carry yourself. That's that exactly way. what yeah. they said. That's exactly what the guy said. He said you had, had to be to. that way when you were right. a kid. But then there, and Tom has told you thirty-two years, and um, since I've known him, every at least once or twice a year, I've had to defend him. Yeah, and most of the time he doesn't know this. I don't tell him. No, he yeah. doesn't tell me. But you know, I get somebody. 
could be somebody at work, somebody on a ball field, somewhere. Okay, you hang out with that. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. But what's their major like complaint? What's the gripe? I think it's ignorance. Right. But it's, I'm ignorant. I think, I, I, it's no. their ignorance. <laughs> no, their they're, ignorance. They're like, ignorant because if there's thematically like one thing that they continuously like yeah. the one complaint that they have about it, what what do you like what is it? If there's like the what's the most common one? I'll say that, speaking from the outside, racism. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Coming out here, racist. not even meeting him yet. Yeah. Just in these few months I've known him. Sure. Before I met him, knowing I was going to, that was all I heard. Yeah. Oh man, be careful, he's racist. This, that, and third. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Minnesota I'm media is, I mean it was yeah. it was it, that okay. was the biggest really? thing they did that? that was serious yeah. and every time i've come across somebody and they're like oh what do you do and i say oh i work for tom bernard on the tom bernard show uh he's an asshole mm-hmm. that's what they that say. was the I next line ne- i've never heard oh racist. thanks uh, i've never heard you're learning a lot about yourself yeah, that's really, i yeah. just roll my eyes and just walk away but I, but I also get accused of being a homophobe and it's kind of hard to do when I don't really care what anyone does. Maybe that's why you never look me in the eye. <laughs> yeah, I never look you in the eye. That's why I wear sunglasses when you come in. I never look you in the eye. No, I, I, I don't know. People have their own ideas. I, I think they it's don't ignorance. understand. It is ignorance. They do not understand whether you're a comedian or you're a radio or TV or whatever you are. It's if it, I'm not saying it's not you, yeah. but it's a much bigger version of you. Well, you can't go around worrying about what everyone thinks of you. No, you know? it's God, like no. if you have if you have your own views and you want to stick to those views. And I mean, I, I think just growing and, and getting older and stand up definitely has kind of shaped me in in a way where I'm way more tolerant than I than I was growing up. Just because I have so many different types of friends. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. You know, it kind of. Uh, stand-up is great because it, it's people from all walks of life telling you their stories. So right. you really get this kind of amazing palette of uh, people from all over the world with such great and amazing and funny stories that you really kind of open up to more people and learn more things. Like, I I think I'm probably, a, I'm definitely a better person in terms of just, like, empathy just from listening to, you know, my friends who are female comedians tell me stories about you know, the Me Too thing and all this stuff. And it's right. like, oh, these are real These are real things. You know, they're not just things that, like, are thrown on the news and these buzzwords and whatever. I mean, like, these are real stories from real people who you, who I know, you know. So it's it really kind of opens up a world uh, to you that uh, you might not necessarily have been uh, aware of. So I'm, I'm lucky for that, and I'm, no, I'm grateful for with, it. I know? do agree with that. But, and I'm sure it's the same thing with you, too. I'm sure you talk to people who... You know, you you might not necessarily see on a daily basis or in the real world because you're working or doing whatever, but because you do this and you have this platform, you get to know people who you right. wouldn't necessarily, you know, be associated with or see or, or be around, you know? I'm just going to tell everybody that who, who told Chai I was a racist, I'm going to track you down. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it's going to be. Yeah. But even with my own daily experiences about, for myself, mm-hmm. I still fight. And I've been working in the place that I've been working at in some form of fashion since I was a college student. Right. was 30, going on 39 years ago. Yeah. That I've still come across people who say I'm intimidating. Well, you? And yeah. it's like, one, I'm, one, I'm quiet, two, yeah. I'm shy. Yeah. Three, You're calm. Yeah, three, I'm very, <laughs> I'm calm. Yeah. And I keep things in, 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 you know, inward. Right, yeah. And so, and I don't have a spindle on my arm. Right. So, um, <laughs> I like that, by the way. Thank you. I'll never get a tattoo, but I, I know what, you know, I yeah, like yeah. what that means. I appreciate it. But, um, 
And people right away, the first time I do say something, find find it to be aggressive. Okay. Because I, think, I finally yeah. said something. Yeah. Right. And it's oh, yeah. like, they no, think the most you're quiet because you're plotting their demise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or that but this guy's he's, planning something. Or he's out that. to he's out to do something, out to get something. Yeah. It's like no, I, I get <laughs> I got something to say here, and this is why I'm saying it. Yeah. And I mean, there are times when you know you can feel it in the room. I was in a meeting yesterday. I went in for one hour on my vacation mm-hmm. for one hour for this supposed important meeting. And the time I talked, the few times that I talked, I could just see the guy leading the conversation was getting ticked off. Yeah. Why? And I couldn't. It's like, you know, everybody else is bringing up the same kind of crap I am. Right. Why is it that Why my is it that yours triggered is, him to be? Right. Yeah. I think it's just like that alpha male bravado nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I a lot of it's right. ego. You know what I mean? Right. So, Sean, I got to point out one thing. I may have told you this before, but not when Mike was here. Two years ago. Christmas Eve, family's all at the house. JB's there. Philip is there. Philip is another another black man who's on the KQ Morning Show. He's on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So Philip and JB are there. The rest of the family are there. We're having a wonderful night. What happens? The two black guys get in an argument. What a shock! <laughs> <laughs> what were you arguing about again? But what were you arguing? We it was were, hilarious. We were arguing about. Um... I can't even see him raise his voice. Oh no, JB does not raise. Yeah, his not voice. really. No, he does not raise. Even when he's Phillip, arguing, probably. Philip is the one that gets more. Oh God, he gets animated. <laughs> no, it's it was it was about, and it was a generational thing. It was, yeah. You know what? You his, told me that his That's anger towards my generation because we're probably what, fifteen to twenty years apart. Um, um, his anger toward my generation because we benefited from their hard work as far as civil rights. And right, basically, right. that's what it came down to. And it's like, my thought would be, well, isn't that the biggest part of your fight is the fact that well, things were... Yeah. yeah to make Wasn't things, that the goal? Right. So why are yeah. you angry about it? Yeah. Right? Where's because mine? That's why. Did you really <laughs> want to do it? And, <laughs> no. And, and there's... And I and finally looked at him and said, is, is it that? Or is it because you guys didn't benefit from it? And I can understand that too. Yeah, I can't. Look, he fought the fight, but I can't. Yeah, with it. yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense when the end goal was selfless. to get you where you are. But <laughs> you got to be selfless. That's selfish of him. But that's that mentality too, where I like you know, which needs to stop. I think with the older generation, where it's like, hey, we had it terrible. Our <laughs> lives were terrible, so yours should be too. And it's like, no, that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not the goal here. The goal is that everyone's able to live yeah, like comfortably. It's like you, yeah, you're the trailblazers, and I think what it is is they want to be respected, and it's yeah. like I understand that, and you do deserve the respect for you know all the trials and tribulations and everything that you went through. However, you can't get mad at the younger generation because they live in the world that you built for them, so that they could live that way. That's like when old people are like, ah, oh, kids just want everything. It's like, well, they're your kids. You raised them. Like, what are you, <laughs> you yeah, angry at me about? Like, and, and, I didn't. I don't you have gave them like, yeah, you gave them everything. You're the one that raised them to be what they are, and now you're mad at them? Like, it makes no me sense now? to me. <laughs> yes, directly. Yes, you racist a-hole. I'm talking to you. <laughs> i, 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 I got to sit down with those people some days. Where did you, where'd you come up with the idea that I'm racist? i got to ask them that something. Yeah. But you, um, you should have some people on that think you are racist. I That's try, what you but they do. won't come on. They won't, they're like, I'm not going to sit down with that racist. I'm sit down with that talk to that racist. They'd rather talk behind his back. Right, because they might grow to like you. Yeah, and that fears them. I know. Yeah. I messed up, and I was like, "Dang, 
I like Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be telling people that. Uh, yeah, because most of the people on social media, because I see a lot of it because I do all the oh, social, yeah, media, you do social media, um, a lot of them, I mean, they'll just go off the deep end on ragging on you and everything. But mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if they met you, they would shake your hand and say, hello, Tom, and you wouldn't even know that was the person that was oh, saying yeah. those things online. Yeah. Because they... they yeah. They can hide behind all that. Yeah, everyone's a, everyone's an internet tough guy. Everyone's a social justice yeah. warrior. Yeah. Everyone, you know, everyone. It's so funny because, like, even like, you know, the people that I was saying earlier that like throw me death threats or talk smack or whatever on Twitter. It's like they don't even have a profile picture. They're, they're not even willing. To, <laughs> you know, it's like you're not even willing to like put yourself out there or as a real my, human being. I know? had one that was um, harassing me about you know Tom and everything mm-hmm. in the show yeah. and I loved it and she was saying my family was ugly I was hideous and you all, yes okay but yeah, I, you're it, was a, it was yeah, at Christmas know. time and her profile picture <laughs> was baby Jesus and the mother Mary sure of course it was well like so I said people who put that personality out there like that are the worst ones. Yeah, yeah well, I, I don't. I let it roll off my back. I'm like, you know, consider the source of where all this garbage is coming from. There's people that are miserable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell um, you this. A lot of that, and I don't know if this happens in your business, Mike, but in radio, a lot of that stuff is driven by other morning show people. Yeah. Because they want to make you look bad because they think their ratings will go up or something. Yeah, you don't have to knock somebody down in order to make yourself look good. You know, I know it's that's like, exactly right. But it's, uh, yeah, you, I mean, I don't I don't know that I get it necessarily a lot of that in, in the world of stand-up. I'm very much, like, insular. And like, my bubble is very tight. I really don't. I just go do my job. I write all day. I, I tour nonstop. I'm, I'm jumping on right, a flight every right. other day. I'm exhausted. I don't have time to like. That is a hard mm-hmm. life, yeah. man. I mean, I've been That's doing it for 15 life. years. I'm yeah. on the road 46 weeks a year. Like, I don't have time to. I don't have time You're to get married. involved. No, never been married. No kids. That's tough. Yeah. That'd be tough. Be married and have kids and do that. That'd yeah, it's. Difficult. Yeah, I can't. I I have a few buddies that do it, and I'm just like, I don't. I don't know how they do it. Like, I don't know how yeah. they hold it together. I mean, it's it's a difficult. It's, it's it's a very unconventional lifestyle, you know. So. There's no doubt about it. And it takes a very special person to want to be with me in order to make anything work. So, yeah. I'm going to have to change the words used in uh, Blazing Saddles, but my best man at my wedding uh-huh. was a nice little Irish guy from uh, Cleveland. That's racist. Don't say it. Yeah, I, I can't say Irish <laughs> racist. He's from Cleveland. His name was Tom Gorman. And we went and saw Blazing Saddles together. Okay. And when we got to that part, and I'll change the words they actually used, the guy stood up and said, at the meeting, we'll take the blacks and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish. Yeah. He turned beet red and got up and left. Yeah. It was hilarious. He was really pissed yeah, off. Yeah, mad about that. We don't like the... What do you mean you don't want the Irish? He took it really personally. Yeah. And I just laughed at him for the rest of his life. Uh. <laughs> Why would you take that? Per- it's a joke, for God's sake. Yeah, that's funny. Have people lost their sense of humor, or are some people getting better? Um... I, th- I think people are looking for a reason to be angry at things because yeah. it gives them a <laughs> yep. sense of self-identity. Yep. I think everyone's really just trying to be uh, – <laughs> everyone's trying to get involved in the, in the, in the discussion, but they don't really – they're just they're, – they're looking for something to latch onto to give mm-hmm. themselves this sense of self-identity. Like yeah. if, if – you know, whether you're if you're a Trump supporter, you're a staunch Trump supporter. You have to, you know, yeah. throw this in your face. Yeah. You have to say this, and you have to be this way. And it's like, 
you can be a little bit more pliable with your life and learn to like like different types of people and different types of yeah. things, you know. But um, yeah, I would say stand up is probably more difficult now than it's probably ever been. I'll say that. See, that's exactly why I asked that question because it uh, is not an easy job now because everybody takes every joke personally. Yeah, and that's what it is. Everyone thinks you're talking directly to them. It's like they I'm in a room with 300 people. Like I, I don't know everyone's sensibility. I've never been to this town. I don't know what the right, sensibility right. is here. But the club hired me to do my job, and this is my job. So if they trust me with the stage, then this is what I do. You know, it's like I can't. I don't know what offends you. I don't know your backstory. I don't know. Right. I don't know your life. I'm not personally attacking you if I say something that's triggering to you. You know. Yeah. But that's the way it is, and that's and that stuff spills over too. Like I said, I got like I charged the stage in Tucson two weeks ago. And I wrote about it on Facebook. I wrote what happened, and everything ended up being fine. And I kind of calmed him down, and things were. Yeah, I just let himself rope. I, I mean, a lot of times when stuff like this happens, I'll just let the person keep talking, and they'll just rope a dope right. themselves into saying something racist, and then everyone turns on oh, them. There's not God. really, there's not really much I have to do. Yeah, you know? true. That's true. Uh, but I wrote about that on Facebook, and I was already in talks with another club about getting a booking, and then that booker saw that. Uh, that story that I had written, I wrote, I wrote about it in detail, and uh, and he decided he didn't want to book me after that, even though it was just me doing my job and I didn't feel I did right. anything wrong. Right. I was literally just telling jokes, but he saw that and he was a staunch Trump supporter, so he's like, "I'm not hiring you because of this," and I'm like, "You know what? Then don't there's hire a, me." There's a guy who I don't care. At a comedy club who's a staunch Republican. Yeah, That's I know it's very odd. odd. I know it's very odd. We got to take a break. Be back uh, in two minutes, Tom, but aren't you? Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Really? 
<laughs> Here we go. It's my happy place music. Oh, I like it. She plays the monkey. I will tell you the real reason she plays this. I have a 30-inch inseam and 37-inch sleeve length. I'm built like a monkey. <laughs> That's why she plays it. Honestly, God, I, I could literally, without bending over, I can scratch my kneecap. Really? I can't. That's incredible. I mean, I'm very ape-like. Yeah, yeah. You're very orangutan. Like. That's very amazing. Orangutan. So she plays the monkeys just to poke the <laughs> That's why That's fun. So it all works out in the end. I, I just really, what, what bothers me about our conversation today is comedy was the great escape for people to have real problems. You know, we grew up very, very poor. Yeah. Richard Pryor's album came out, and I started laughing, and I haven't stopped laughing since. Sure. It was brilliant because he just came out and said, here's how it is, and if you don't like it, tough. Yeah. I love that about him. Yeah, it's, you know, I feel like comedians in general, whether or not they're, you know, uh, you know, alty or, or abstract or, or goofy or whatever, but we were always kind of, the responsibility was just to kind of hold a lens up or hold a mirror no up doubt. to society. No doubt. But the thing is now nobody wants to look at themselves, <laughs> you know, like Why? nobody wants to, nobody wants to admit that maybe they're wrong or maybe they have a problem or maybe they aren't perfect or this or that, you know what I mean? It's like nobody wants to really take any sort of uh, self-examination serious. You Everybody know? in this room can tell you something. Yeah. That I, I've i been with the same woman for 37 years. We've been married 34 years. Yeah. And at least twice a year, she will walk by me and look down at me and go, you know, you're not that special. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it levels you out a bit, <laughs> it right? It's very humbling okay, to hear dear. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fair. She's rare. Would you say, Andy, that your mom is really great for me? I suppose. Uh, <laughs> oh, he didn't want to take a side in that. Yeah, argument. I don't know. He, he doesn't want to take up a side. And I'm asking you to take a side. It's just she is really, really good <laughs> in that way. Well, that's great. It it's, sounds like you found someone who loves you but also doesn't tolerate your nonsense not, and, and doesn't exactly pander to your ego or whatever. Not you know? at all. Yeah. There's none of that. And you need somebody like that in your life. You know what I mean? I do, yeah. Uh, Otherwise I you end up do. like every celebrity ever. Yeah, <laughs> well, when you're, sur yeah, when you're surrounded by yes-men and people mm -hmm. who, you know, you're, you're filling their pockets, they're just going to smile yeah. and nod and think you're the best. And I mean, look at Kanye West. He's the, like the perfect example of someone whose ego is so far out of control because no one tells him he's garbage to his face. You know? <laughs> True. So I think True. he's a talented guy. I'm not speaking in terms of like his work, his body of work speaks for itself, and I think he's yeah. very talented. But man, just like you're an idiot. <laughs> I think he's mentally ill. I think so too. Yeah, I think he is too. I think he's hilarious. I mean, I think yes. I think his tantrums or, um, accidentally. Uh, he has no idea. I think he's a total idiot in real life. I think he's a complete moron. That and it's so funny to me. But at least his wife is real bright. Yeah. Uh, well. <clears throat> Right? That's the other oh, thing yeah, that cracks well. me up is like people are like, why is Kim Kardashian famous? It's like you voted for Trump. It's not like you're, it's the same. It's the same. It's the how same many thing. Times, you latched on to celebrity and just ran with it. It's how not, many times no have we put a celebrity in a high office? You know, this yeah. is, yeah, this is not the first time. Yeah, so I mean, Ra Reagan was. I mean, Reagan was Reagan an actor. Reagan was. Like, Jesse Ventura was. Jesse Ventura. Um, Clint Eastwood was. He was in office. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, because it's the comfort and familiar guy? comfort and familiarity is a real problem is the thing it's like yeah. yeah if you put someone who's a complete moron but famous uh in the running against a, a normal joe who no one knows who do you think people are going to gravitate towards? No doubt. They're not going to look at policy. They're not going to read the policies of these people. They're just going to go, I know that guy from this thing, and they're more yep. comfortable with that. And that's really 
a huge problem. It's brand familiar. Yeah, and the, it yeah, is. it's yeah, it's it, it's a, a real it's a real problem because people just navigate towards that. So the, <laughs> then you get people who go, okay, well, look, you know what it reminds me of? This is what it reminds me of. Remember, remember when Elvis wanted to do karate? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, well, Elvis just decided he wanted to do karate, right? right? He yeah, just he decided did. one he day. Did. He was late. What was he in his late 40s, maybe? No, early 40s. Early 40s, right? Just decided he wanted to learn karate. So he shows up and they go, you're Elvis. You, you, black here's belt. a black belt. Here's like, a black belt. Oh, yeah. It's true. And then the next thing you know, he's on stage doing karate moves all sloppily and ridiculous. <laughs> but he's surrounded by so many yes men. They're just like, he's the king. He can do whatever he wants. It's like the emperor wears no clothes, yeah. you know? It's yeah, like, true. <laughs> and that's what this presidency reminds me of, honestly. It's like if they could just prop this guy up and get their agenda pushed through, they don't care who's at the head of it mm. as long as people are behind that person yeah. pushing their agenda, you yeah, know? That's very true. Yeah. Do you think uh, my only concern right now with all of that, and I am concerned, and I don't know the woman, I've never met the woman, I really couldn't identify her, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Yeah. But Demi Lovato's going to die if she doesn't get those yes men away from her. Yeah, what's, what happened with, was Heroin she in an accident overdose. or something? Heroin, Heroin overdose. overdose. Oh my God, for real? Yeah. And meth, apparently. Holy smokes. Yep. She's going to die because they're all, hey, apparently, they, a Jeez. bunch of them went to her house. Uh huh. This is a woman's been through treatment a couple of times, and she's yeah. going to go back into treatment now. Every time she would take a shot, they would all stand up and cheer. Mm. Yeah, so they're just reinforcing the absolute worst behavior. Yeah. Absolute worst behavior. This woman is an addict. They're, they're going to kill her. She's going to end up dying. That's such a shame. She's really young, right? Isn't she Fair. like 25? Yeah, like, oh, my God. Don't, don't, that's terrible. Don't those dummies know when she dies it? That's it for them. That's it. Yeah, that, yeah, that train stops right there. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So you figure if you were surrounded by people that actually loved and cared about you, that they would try to navigate you mm -hmm. towards, you know, things that are more positive in your life. But yeah, you know. it's crazy because she was doing super well for a really long time. Oh, and yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not really familiar with her body of work, yeah, but like I, I mean, I know who she yeah. is. But that's whenever I hear yeah. stuff like that, it's just it's so gross. It just grosses me yeah. out that you know these. These piranhas just circle I these mean, people. I mean, she did, like, advocate work yeah. for, like, yeah, people who are addicted to, yeah. to yeah. all sorts of drugs she and everything. Is. And, like, body awareness, like, like for women mm -hmm. to, like, love their bodies and things like that. And then yeah. now all of a sudden she's back on drugs. That's <laughs> like, a shame. It's terrible. What? Well, addiction is a pretty terrible thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing to be scoffed at. I mean, I'm speaking from my own personal experience and like the people that I that I know who've mm -hmm. dealt with it. I'm sure you guys all have, but mm -hmm. depression and, and anxiety and, and being in the spotlight like that and just surrounded mm -hmm. by just these terrible people, it's like, I, I just feel bad. I feel bad for yeah. them, you know? Well, I will tell you this as far as that, you know, anxiety. The only time I ever get anxiety mm -hmm. is when I'm sitting in this chair and, and Shara's <laughs> at the other end of the table and she's looking at me and she's just thinking... <laughs> There's something interesting here, or boy, I'd like to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got that look on her face. It's 50 50. It's, like real, it's, a real, it's a real coin toss. You like my hat? I like your hat. Last week, she was upset because I didn't wear a hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were all upset because I, I didn't wear a hat. She said she likes it the most because it's your favorite color? Yeah, blue. Blue, blue and gray. I love blue. Like my eyes, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, but she goes, most definitely. I, I, see, I love doing shows like this because you laugh, you also get introspective about the whole thing, and, and maybe you don't feel so alone because I know everybody can't stand the way this whole this whole anger response to everything is going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be... I, I try to save the fight for specific things, you yep, know? Yep, Because it's real easy yep. to, to get... Uh, 
burnt out on everything going on. It's like you can step away from it and live your life. It's going to be there when you get back. Just live your life and just be a good person, you know? Mm -hmm. One good thing. You guys, nobody else in this room can get away with it yet, but I had some some guy bitching at me about something, and I can't remember what it was, but I said, you do realize that far, far sooner than you, I'll see the sweet release of death. Mm-hmm. I'm not have to hear this ever again. <laughs> and he did, he's like, what? Yeah. Man, come on, man. Get a sense of humor for Christ's sake. Yeah. Man, calm down. Yeah. Everyone's angry. No one knows why, but they're all ready to misspell it at you in all caps on Facebook <laughs> yeah. all day. You know? I used to say to people, hey, you know, some musicians are writing music to make you feel better. People are making movies to make you feel better. But the number one thing with me has always been comedians. You guys, you men and women, are the last people on earth. Because the movies don't do anymore. They just make kids' movies now. Right, yeah. That's what they do. They make a lot of kids' movies. So for that's you, that's the same up, with music too. With it's like same music, with music. Just like geared towards kids, and that's it. That's like, exactly yeah. right. The only thing we have left are people like you that get up on stage and tell the truth, and I laugh. And if they get pissed off, good. Yeah. Because you made them feel something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you saying that. What's well, fact? Yeah. I mean, it's a fact that uh, if they get mad at you, it's only because man, you just spotted my my weakness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know? and it's it's not like it's my. <laughs> It's my duty to go out and just expose no, everyone's no. Achilles heel, but I'm also going to be very honest about the way that I think. And if you're yeah. mad at me over a joke, then that you brought something in here that I was – that's all Precise. on you. I didn't – you know, Precise. you were probably thinking about this, and if I wasn't going to say it or if I didn't say it, you were going to get angry about it at some point anyway. No so it, it just took me apparently to like trigger that in you, so – I do wish people would go to comedy shows to learn that. Yeah. It's like, go and laugh. Have a good time. Don't get upset about anything. Yeah. It's a bigger version of life. Yeah. Understand that. Why would you get mad at that? Also, look up look up who you're going to see. Too. That would be good. That's not that's bad. another thing. Like I'm I'm very lucky that people come out to my shows who know who I am. Like I mean, even <laughs> like even considering like I'm not a huge celebrity. I don't have a lot of TV credits. I'm not like a household name. But I do have people that come out specifically to see me. And I wish more people did that for all comedians. Because I feel like Couldn't people go more. and then they go, oh, he's not he's not what I my version of what I think comedy is. And it's like yeah, but did you look up who you were? going to see like well mike you're not red skeleton right i know (laughs) but uh, you know it's like you don't want i love movies but i don't just walk into a movie randomly and then get pissed off at the movie theater because it wasn't a movie that i enjoyed you know what i mean it's like yelling do a little bit of research just to see if this is something you you're even (laughs) you're even remotely going to be entertained by there's a thing called youtube yeah i got tons of videos on youtube Watch those and let me, you know, then make a decision, an informed decision on whether or not this is how you want to spend an evening. When you get together with a bunch of different comedians, whether it's a, a fest or mm-hmm. a festival or whatever it is, yeah. do you talk about this? Because I think it's important that you guys do talking, men and women do talk about this. Yeah, I mean, we it's pretty much all we talk about, yeah. really. Well, good, good. I mean, we, you know, you try to give the intel on whether or not a club's worth your time or if, or if you know, it's a waste of your time or if the booker's, you know, a jerk or, mm. or they're going to shortchange you or... No, <laughs> Shy's great. <laughs> Shy's great. House Shy. of Comedy is great, great, too. I love that great. club. I love the one in Arizona, too. I just played that Shy. one. That one Rick, was fantastic. Rick yeah, Rick, a great Yeah, guy. Rick's got great rooms, man. They know what they're doing. They put you up in a nice place and like actually yep. you guys switched my hotel on me and gave me the cheaper hotel oh. i noticed that 
child. What's I noticed that. What was up with that? Oh, no. Let's get down to the... This is the real nitty-gritty behind the scenes of yeah, comedy right What's here. that all about? I, I don't know what happened. I uh, want to say that, um, you know, they were booked. They were, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say they were booked I up. Yeah, I was supposed booked. to say at the Radisson. I show up to the Radisson. Blue. I was pumped. The Radisson Blue? Yeah. That's a beautiful... I know. Okay. I, I mean, that's where we send all the comics. All of them, except Mike Stanley. <laughs> I was pumped, too. They were like, oh, you're at the Radisson. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, I yeah. got to the Radisson. I show up. I'm like, you guys have my reservation? They were like, actually, they canceled your reservation. I felt I was bad like, having to send the email. And then they moved, and then they moved me over to the, the, the junkier hotel around the block. <laughs> I know where that is because I pick up Paul Mercurio there. Okay. <laughs> I think we have him over at that same moment. No, it's fine. It's fine. You know Sorry. what I mean? You know what I do? I, I do the club and then I go hang out in the bar at the Radisson the and try to pretend <laughs> like I'm staying. That bar is really nice. I know. <laughs> I, had a, I had a dynamite Manhattan there last night. A, a cheese player. Yeah, I drank a Manhattan in there. I was balling out. And then I went back to my scuzzy little hotel room across the street. <laughs> Fridays is right there. Listen to my neighbor breathe into his CPAP machine. Oh, God. That's a thrill <laughs> you know life experiences enters into all this too because yeah. just your name i immediately got a good impression of you and here's why okay because your name is mike stanley sure i know a family 11 children their last name is stanley oh really i love them ah. they're wonderful people so just because your last name is stanley i liked you already okay isn't that weird? That's weird. But that's my life, you know. Sure. God, Stanley's are such nice people. <laughs> you know, I you... guarantee you none of them are related to me. Because <laughs> everyone Stanley in my side is just garbage. They're just Yeah, in my mind, just... I was like, you know what? That shows you how perception works. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. That shows you how perception works. Because yeah. you said Stanley, and I thought locksmith. Yeah. Isn't that all like locks or something? It's tools. Power tools. tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're walking through Home Depot, right. you see all the Stanley stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, we only have one minute left, so I would like to... What you just said, Shai, is what exactly what I'm talking about. All these different things that happens, the things that people say, mm -hmm. we have different... Perceptions. Perceptions, different perception. experiences. People have got to understand that what might mean something to you means nothing to me. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person, but it doesn't mean sure. anything to me. Right. So why don't we... Pay attention yeah, to that and that's more. okay. I because just think ignorance is bliss. I think wow, empathy empathy is impossible for ignorant people because it requires the slightest bit of imagination. And I don't Good think they're point. willing to step outside of yeah, they're not willing to step outside of who they are to put themselves in someone else's shoes. So I just try to do that as much as possible. That's that's well, the way I try to live my life. You know, I, I I love comedians for that very reason because you're. You're the last uh, torch bearers, I guess, the way to put it. Yeah. I appreciate you coming in tonight. I appreciate you. Thank you. So at 7.30, 9.45 tonight, mm -hmm. 7 to 9.30 tomorrow night, a 7 o'clock show on Sunday. Shai, who's better than you? <laughs> nobody. I can't think of nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Thanks again, Mike. Thank you guys so much. You can follow me on Twitter at a werewolf if you want. At a werewolf. Aware, yeah. At oh, a underscore aware underscore wolf. Yeah, a werewolf. Yeah, it's punny, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm very good at this. All right, Mike, you have to get out now. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs>